Welcome to Transpersonal Journey. I'm Irene Siegel. Thank you for joining me as we bring ancient wisdom into modern times, following our path into the transpersonal spiritual realms and back. Hello, and today we're going to be talking about spiritual initiation in modern times. Traditionally, especially on the shamanic path, initiation used to happen in tribes as the shaman of the tribe would pass down this knowledge to those coming after them, their sons, their daughters, their grandchildren, and that's how people would be initiated into a tradition. The shaman would be the leader of the tribe. And the goal was to awaken all of those in the tribe, all of those in the community, to a spiritual path. However, today, in most of our Western cultures, we don't have that kind of opportunity. So in more modern times, spiritual initiation has come through the call to follow a path. That's how it happened for me, that There was not a choice as far as I was concerned, but I needed to start to travel into South America and work with shamans and work with a teacher, and it was a calling that I could not resist. We always could say no, but for me, there wasn't that opportunity to say no. It was just what needed to be. But many in the West find their path of spiritual initiation through their own crisis. You know, they call the healer the wounded healer because if we can get through our wounds, our own wounds, we can come out of it the other side stronger and more aware and more awakened. So as a therapist that specializes in trauma, I can tell you that many of my clients have found their path to spiritual awakening through healing their own issues of trauma. And I've seen it happen over and over and over again. And in studies that have been done, it has shown that trauma is one of the ways, you know, it's a, it's a primary way that people then open up to spiritual awakening. So it can go hand in hand, healing trauma and spiritual awakening can go hand in hand. So how does that happen in terms of emotional trauma? Well, someone comes in and they want to heal symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder, or they want to heal their anxiety and their depression. And so with EMDR, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, which is my specialty, or other treatment modalities such as hypnotherapy and those that allow for silent spaces allows both the client and the therapist to sink deeper within. And as a result of that, awakening can happen in a shared field. So this is one of the things I even teach therapists um, about in terms of how to hold that energy within themselves so the client can do that. But what starts to happen is the client's inner wisdom starts to come to the surface. So they start to recognize higher parts of themselves as a result of their healing process. I've seen it with clients that have had health issues as well. They come in to therapy because they're concerned about their health issue and they feel that there's a strong relationship between their health issue and between their 
emotional issues. They want to heal the emotional piece so that they can heal the health issue that they are in crisis with. So I've seen it with cancer. I've seen it with fertility issues. I've seen it with all kinds of physical disorders that lead somebody down a path where they want to go deeper within themselves. What can start to happen is they start to awaken to their own soul awareness. They start to learn that journey as they walk between the worlds, moving from the ordinary conversation within the therapy session to then going deeper within themselves and taking that journey within with the therapist right there. Often inner teachers can emerge as a result of that stillness and quietness. And the client learns to work with inner teachers. So the therapist is not the guru. The therapist just opens the door. And it can be a very flowing process. So as the individual begins to access inner teachings, inner knowing, higher knowing, and higher experiences of knowing, spiritual initiation is happening as they're working right in the therapy session. It's pretty amazing. Now, not everybody who's in a crisis necessarily gets into therapy, but the crisis itself can become the doorway in to seeking something deeper than what they're usually aware of within themselves. They might start to pray or they might start to meditate as a result of a crisis that one is going through. And that can put them more in touch with nature. Some people just walk on the beach and they have this aha moment, this awakening moment where they feel connected to nature. They start to feel connected to everything around them. And it's a very unique and different experience for them. And it's that touch on that experience that then can lead them to following a spiritual path. About 10 years ago, I was doing a study um, as a way of completing my PhD in transpersonal psychology, and I interviewed other therapists who were able to relate to the, this concept, and we, we framed it in terms of spiritual resonance, that as the therapist can stay in resonance with a larger spiritual context, and a higher sense of self, then how does that impact on the client? And what therapists were telling me over and over again is that even if they don't speak a spiritual language to the client, the client starts to awaken spiritually. And that it's so much about the therapeutic environment that's created Certainly in meditation classes, I know for myself when I teach meditation, I have some people in my groups that have been there for a really long time and others that are brand new. And those that just come into the group are having these extraordinary experiences. And my students used to say to me, why is it I've been in this group for years and they come in and they're here for two sessions and they're awakening? And I always explain it's because they're stepping in to the vibrational environment that we're holding as a group. And what that does is it creates an opportunity for spiritual awakening and initiation for those that might be new to it but feel drawn to it. 
You know, as I said before, some people just feel drawn. They have to start meditating or take yoga or um, go to a Buddhist temple or work with shamans or journey into the jungle. Whatever people feel called to do, it opens the door for initiation. So when somebody actually follows a spiritual practice, whatever that practice is that takes one deeper in, there's an opportunity for awakening. Now, we can have that experience and we can think to ourselves, this is really quite amazing, but it's not really something that's solid in us until we continue on the path. So in modern times, certainly um, in a therapeutic situation with a therapist that's a transpersonal therapist, one can stay on track and follow their path through a therapeutic experience and then take it outside of therapy and meditate or, or join a meditation group or join a temple or whatever one feels drawn to do. Their path of initiation continues. Sometimes it's amazing to me how clients will come into therapy and not only do they have trauma, but some people self-medicate. You know, they'll smoke pot or use drugs or drink alcohol as a way of trying to soothe their own pain. And it's not even necessarily that they have the goal to stop that behavior. They just want to stop the pain. But as they learn to get quiet and still, and the pain subsides, so does the use of substances. It subsides. And they start to replace substance use with meditation. And they're, they're surprised at themselves. They don't know how that shift happened, and yet it happens. And then they start to follow a clearer path of spiritual initiation. You know, in shamanic traditions, you'll find that they will use substances um, in their initiation process. And these are substances that might have been used for many, many centuries. And it's not the use of it um, in its strongest form. It's always a homeopathic dose of it because the knowledge that the substance holds is in the energy of it, not in the strength of the dose itself. So the more homeopathic the substance is, the stronger could be the reaction of awakening. So it's really interesting how this has been a shift. And there are people going through spiritual initiation that don't use need to use any substance at all because they are able to go deep within themselves and find their own inner guidance. For me, throughout my life, I've had some pretty extraordinary experiences. And one of my teachers once said to me how the extraordinary becomes ordinary for me. Because I never think anything is too extraordinary. If you're open to explore those inner spaces, awarenesses will happen that you couldn't predict. And you will be on your path of spiritual awakening. We're going to be talking a lot more specifically about some of these paths in terms of trauma and health issues in in other podcasts. 
But overall, as an individual in a Western culture where energy is changing on our planet, we have the opportunity for awakening very differently than before. You know, there's been many, many predictions of this new cycle, and I've talked about this previously, this new cycle that we're in on our planet, where the energy that's coming to our planet is of a higher frequency. And mystics of the past have said, you know, that initiation is all based in frequency, that everything is frequency. And when the lower frequency raises to the higher frequency, awakening happens and healing happens. So when we go deep into ourselves and find that silent space, we start to relate differently to ourselves. Old negative beliefs start to fall away. We're able to find positive beliefs about ourselves we have an expanded awareness where now we realize that we exist in a higher level of consciousness as well as in our ordinary lives, that we exist collectively, that everything is interconnected. And that awarenesses, that, those kinds of awarenesses, change how we view ourselves in our everyday world. So we can step back we can step up, we can raise our frequency, and we could not resonate with the frequencies of anger or disdain or hate or, you know, whatever those emotions are that get in your way of reaching your fullest potential. The reality is we don't know our fullest potential. We use a very small part of our brain, but we have amazing potential based in just who we are now. We are amazing beings with potential that we have barely tapped into. And we are restricted by our cultural beliefs. You know, we grow up in a culture, some of the shamanic beliefs, you know, in at in Western society, and I can tell you as a therapist, you know, they can be labeled as being dysfunctional or delusional. And yet, in a shamanic culture, it's stepping into the non-ordinary. But the key is to be able to come back into the ordinary, very differently than those that might end up on a psychiatric ward where they can't differentiate between the realities. And then psychiatrists don't know a different way other than providing medications we can start to identify what is really part of a spiritual initiation process. Sometimes people go into a spiritual crisis and it opens the door. So for example, over the years, I've had some clients come into my, my practice in crisis because they did a sweat lodge. Now, they did a sweat lodge and they were unprepared. So they show up for a weekend and they do a sweat lodge with a teacher who has not prepared them okay, who has not initiated them, and they go through a process that rips the veils away, and they end up in a non-ordinary space, and all their trauma starts flooding to the surface. Now, the reality is that on a path of spiritual initiation, you can't go higher unless you go deeper. 
you have to go higher within yourself. And that's about higher frequency, higher connection. But our old beliefs, our old issues, our old traumas weigh us down like lead weights. So we have to be able to clear that out in order to then follow our next step in spiritual initiation. So it's not unusual that when you start on a path, challenges come to you. But if you're working with a teacher who's knowledgeable and helps you on that path, it's done in a systematic way. But if all of a sudden you go into ceremony and you're not prepared for ceremony, clients end up in my office and they feel they're not in their body. They feel they can't quiet the inner chatter of maybe it's guides from the other side. And they, they feel like they've stopped functioning. So it requires some energy balancing. It requires some deep breathing and helping the client kind of come back into their body and ground to the earth. And then to help them on a path to work through the issues that came up in that ceremony. So the shaman would say, well, this is part of their initiation. And yes, it is. But in our culture, we have to live in our everyday modern world. So we can do that by starting to work on those issues and at the same time following a path. I had a client come in one time who couldn't shut off the inner voices of teachers. And so I had advised him to stop meditating. Let's work on the issues first and then let's reintroduce meditation in a very gentle, systematic way. And that was very, very helpful for him at the time. So spiritual initiation can take many forms. We're at a place in our culture, in our society, where I believe spiritual initiation is imperative. If our, if our planet is going to survive, if we as a species are going to take responsibility for our planet, we have to do that from a higher level of awareness. We can't do that from our everyday level of awareness. Then we just keep chasing our tail. We just keep running circles around ourselves. So crisis can lead to awakening. And that's really important to notice. Some people will say, why am I going through this? Why am I having such a hard time? Well, take a step back and notice the gifts in that for you because there are gifts in that for you. And as you can identify the gifts, pick them out, work with them, then you're not the same. You start to live your life from that place of inner wisdom and higher knowing. And instead of getting entangled in the minutiae of our world, you can take a step back and find your right positioning in that world. We, we are now, right as I'm recording this, we're in the middle of a COVID pandemic. You know, you can't, if you can't go out, go deeper in. This is an opportunity for awakening. See it as that. It's an opportunity to open one's heart to those in our community. That's part of initiation. Notice what is being brought to you in your individual circumstance that leads you to go deeper within yourself. 
If you're experiencing anxiety or depression or discomfort because of an emotional issue, a health issue, or an environmental planetary issue, it's all the same. Notice what it brings to you and the potential for your own growth in this. So if you would like more information, you're welcome to go to my website, drirenesiegel.com, D-R-I-R-E-N-E-S-I-E-G-E-L.com. And um, I've been offering free meditations on Friday evenings as well as classes. So I hope you will take a look and join me. And I hope that you will be able to notice what's happening in your own world and the opportunities for spiritual awakening in that. I always believe it's a good idea to work with a teacher and to follow a practice in a systematic way because initiation does not happen all at once. It happens layer by layer. So thank you all very much for joining me today and be well.